Welcome to Courtside, everyone, a discussion of legal issues. This week, spurred by a Wall Street Journal reporter's question to me, suppose Donald Trump gets indicted in Georgia or New York. What happens to him? There are rumors that the Florida governor, Governor DeSantis, that's the rocket scientist governor who blew off COVID, he wants to now blow off an extradition request. Extradition is the formal process by which you move a accused person from one place to another. So the question is, can the governor shield Donald Trump and protect him in Florida from facing the music in other states? Politico magazine is already reporting that Palm Beach County officials have begun to prepare for the possibility that Trump will be indicted in New York, and they're developing contingency plans on how to deal with such an extradition request from New York to Florida. And Donald Trump, meanwhile, has been busy cozying up to Governor DeSantis to the point where Trump is even floating making DeSantis his vice presidential pick in 2024. Now, given what Donald Trump tried to do the last guy on January 6th, that's about as good as an offer to be a drummer on spinal, in Spinal Tap. But heck, if you're DeSantis, what other options do you have? Now, before we dive into why DeSantis actually doesn't have much power here to protect Trump, let's just acknowledge that Donald Trump's ideal moonshot outcome is to be trapped in Florida for the rest of his life. Come to think of it, in many ways, that's my ideal outcome, too, except for that little pesky thing called justice. And Donald Trump, of course, doesn't talk about justice a lot. He does claim he once wanted to be the law and order president until he realized that he was the villain on this week's episode. Actually, forget about an episode. It looks like Donald Trump is about to get a whole spinoff, a whole series. Law and order, malignant narcissistic unit. OK, look, here's the law. It's true that, you know, and this is something that Trump supporters are pushing, that Chapter 941 of Florida's code does say that extradition requests are handled by the governor, and it says that the governor can investigate, quote, whether the person ought to be surrendered, whether the person ought to be surrendered. And in the course of that inquiry, I suppose it's the case that Governor DeSantis can bring to bear all his unique forensic skills honed by the exquisite analysis of the January 6th insurrection and of COVID. And he can bring all of that to the investigation of Donald Trump here. And that's true. Under Florida law in Section 941, the governor has those powers. But that's the key, those words under Florida law. It's not Florida law that would matter here. It's federal law. So both the United States Constitution and laws passed by the United States Congress require Governor DeSantis to turn Donald Trump over if he's been indicted. And federal law, of course, reigns supreme over state laws. That's the essence of our constitutional system. It's memorialized in the play Hamilton. It's the supremacy clause of the Constitution itself, which says federal law reigns supreme and the like. And it's always been an interesting question to me. Why are these Republican politicians who profess so much to adhere to the Constitution and the like, they've never heard of the Supremacy Clause? Now, the Constitution itself actually deals with this DeSantis question in Article 4. It says, quote, a person charged in any state with treason, felony, or other crime 
who shall flee from justice and be found in another state, shall on demand of the executive authority from the state of which he fled be delivered up to be removed to the state having jurisdiction of the crime. And note that is for state investigations, not for federal. So if Trump is indicted in New York and the governor of New York, to the extent he has any free time these days, makes a request to Florida, the Constitution requires adherence to that. And it's an absolute. There's no exception if the governor isn't someone you don't like like, or anything like that. And in case there's any doubt, in 1793, in one of Congress's first acts, they passed something called the Extradition Act, and that requires extradition, no exceptions. And so you will have the ability of the governor of New York to make that request to the governor of Florida, or if there's an indictment in Georgia, for example, the governor of Georgia to do the same thing. And it's absolute, no exceptions. That's different than other forms of extradition. You may read in the papers about foreign extradition, which is very common. So let's say someone commits a crime in the United, someone, someone is accused of a crime in the United States, say some complicated financial crime, and that person's in Switzerland, or well, I guess we don't have an extradition treaty necessarily Switzerland, but you know, some state, uh, France. Um, and that financial crime is not actually a crime in France, but it is in the United States. Generally, you can't extradite there. It takes two to tango. It's got to be illegal in both places. And so, but that's not the case when it comes to state versus state requests within the United States. And all this actually went to the U.S. Supreme Court fairly recently in 1998. New Mexico refused to extradite someone to Ohio because they were worried that Ohio wouldn't be fair to this defendant. The United States Supreme Court categorically rejected this move saying that the defendant has to face the music in Ohio, and if the defendant believes Ohio would be unfair to him, his remedy is to pursue that in the Ohio courts and possibly later in the United States Supreme Court. But he doesn't just get to sit in New Mexico because he's afraid of Ohio justice. And so similarly here, the bottom line is that New York or Georgia prosecutors would have a remedy against Donald Trump. Now, if it's a federal indictment, if it's a federal crime brought by the United States Justice Department, it's even easier. You don't have to go through everything we've been just talking about. The federal government has supremacy over any attempt by a local politician to insulate someone from arrest. We couldn't tolerate any other situation in which a governor or rogue governor could resist federal law. That's, after all, the essence of what the supremacy clause is all about. Now, it is true that Governor DeSantis could try to block extradition of Donald Trump, and it would take some time for the courts to figure this thing out. And that is, of course, Donald Trump's signature move, take time in the courts, bullocks it all up so that justice delayed is justice denied. Even then, however, even if he did try and bullocks it up in Florida, I think Governor DeSantis would just strand and landlock Donald Trump in Florida. The moment Donald Trump wanted to, say, go to Bedminster, New Jersey, that governor could turn him over to New York or whatever other state Trump is indicted in. You know, after all, the governor of New Jersey is a Democrat. So even though the governor of New Jersey has the similar suite of powers to the Florida governor in terms of investigating extradition requests, it's unlikely to think that he would try and manipulate the system in this way. So... On the one hand, 
Donald Trump could, at least temporarily, stay in Florida to drag out this extradition nonsense to the extent the governor tried to push it. But on the other, poor Donald Trump, it's getting too hot to golf at Mar-a-Lago. So I think we're about to see a little more of that signature Donald Trump decision-making that got him into this mess in the first place. And say what you want about Governor DeSantis, he's definitely a go-getter. He's a graduate of Harvard and Yale, the country's youngest governor, and the first guy to start shielding Donald Trump from criminal charges before they've even been brought. Look, this is going to fail. It's going to fail like everything Donald Trump touches. So that's this week's courtside. I've got a busy week ahead. I'm arguing uh, on Thursday in the Minnesota Court of Appeals the trial of the other three cops, uh, not Derek Chauvin, but the other three. And you can watch that live uh, uh, streamed on Thursday. And I will see you next week.